This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth, 5601 South Hewlin. It has been a great crowd today, a boisterous crowd, and from the 561, Mike is already on vacation. Yes, he is. I would like to co-sign that. He went on sure. vacation yesterday, uh, and then rolled. I can see that he slowly built into it. And we're going to get to Kyle in just a second. He's a great friend of ours. Great addition to what we do here on Fridays. Who do you like better, him or Rachel? But uh, it is uh, it is time to say happy birthday to Mike Bassett oh, from Buffalo Wild Wings. As Buffalo Wild Wings is it's bringing my Mike, it, your birthday tomorrow, tomorrow is your birthday. It's good enough. And that is you Thank love you. you some chocolate. Uh, you love like, you any desserts. I've seen your like sweet desserts. Suit. There you go, man. There's a happy birthday. That's not for me. That's from Buffalo Wild Wings. So, Thanks, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. Thanks, Buffalo Wild Wings, who this morning, the GM came up. She introduced <laughs> herself as the general manager of the Buffalo Wild Wings and said, so let me know if you guys need anything. And Mike goes, I could use like a sweet tea or something. <laughs> unsweet, unsweet. unsweet tea. And I was like, I think she means more big picture things. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. man. That wasn't the best thing that I could do. It's all right, I, don't, man. I was just thinking about getting some drink. <laughs> and then a uh, shout-out to um, Adrian. Her birthday is on Sunday. Happy hers, birthday, yeah, Adrian. Yeah, is the 12th, so and happy birthday just, to her. Just happy birthday. Yeah, just yes, just happy birthday, Mike. And great news. Not that she's pregnant or anything like that. Oh, I was. We're done with that whole, that whole step. Like you can't? No, well, actually. Don't. Don't engage all him. Right, Don't right. engage him. Let's That's talk how get with our you. good friend Kyle Yeomans uh, from DallasCowboys.com. Kyle, how are you doing today, man? Well, happy birthday, Mike, you world bleeping champion, my friend. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I Thank you for saying world champion. I felt like me not pitching had a lot to do with it, to be honest. <laughs> True. <laughs> We haven't had a chance to tell Kyle uh, uh, congratulations on being a champion since they've yeah, won it, you're though. A so you're a champion, Kyle. See, and me not being on Rangers coverage probably contributed just as much. So I feel like you you and I are in the same boat, but you were on a float. So I, I was I was watching you drive by. You didn't wave uh, back again. It's, it's like we I'm were sorry. in the concourse of Bally again, but it's it was, okay. I couldn't hear you yelling. <laughs> Because uh, probably I couldn't hear anything over Jared Sandler saying negative Houston Astros things on the float the whole time. Ah, I would awesome. rather listen to that anytime, anytime. I will say on a, on a completely serious note, and I, I was texting Corey the night of, I, I went down the night that they clinched. I was calling a, a game in Waco. I had a, a Baylor-Oklahoma volleyball game for the Big 12. And I was on my way back. And I, I got to watch the final out with with my dad, which was really cool because awesome. he, 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 I grew up in Waco, uh, grew up with him and my mom. And, of course, uh, they were huge in, into my love for sports. And I got to watch the final out with them on the court at the Farrell Center following the broadcast. And then I just got to watch it. But then from that point forward, I had to get back up here because we had Cowboys coverage the next morning. And so you guys all popped on the radio. I mean, the whole KNC crew was on the radio. I listened to you pretty much your entire time you were at the station following the celebration, and I felt like I was right there with you guys. I was texting Corey. He probably got super annoyed with me all the way through. But, man, you guys did a great job of outlining what it was to be a a lifelong Rangers fan 
and finally have that. And I know it's kind of died down the excitement from maybe a DFW Metroplex standpoint, but if you're a true Ragers fan, a win like this never dies down. And I, I, I just wanted to commend you guys on great coverage all night long uh, Thank after you. they clinched it. When you were listening, could you hear me opening up the popcorn and candy when Jared was yeah. pouring yeah, out absolutely. his heart? I, I actually thought it might have been – and the funnier side of it, I thought it might have been Eric who was doing that. After <laughs> oh, yeah. like, pouring, like Jared was pouring his heart out and just providing this beautiful uh, illustration of what Eric Nadell means to the Rangers community. And then there was just a bag of candy in the background. And I thought, I thought of, at first I was like, is this Eric eating popcorn? Because I remember Jared said something about how he was sitting there eating popcorn. So I, at first I thought it was Eric. And then, of course, they, they outed you pretty quickly. They didn't. They didn't give you a chance. That was a good moment. History. And yeah. No. And you weren't annoying me at all. It was. Uh, it was great to know that we had at least one listener out there. But it turned out we had tons. Uh, we <laughs> wow, had. We had tons. And, did. Yeah. And, and we were all like, I think it was the same thing. Like we all were excited to celebrate that. You know, like we were all. It was something that we've never seen before. And that's what we're hoping to to continue rolling along with the Rangers. It's great also to know that Kyle is a big time DFW sports fan. Yeah, uh, sorry we oh, had yeah. to bump you anyway for the parade. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. It makes it makes sense. I'm okay. Well, I was out at the parade anyways. I, I had a lot of fun. But, yeah, DFW all the way through. I mean, Rangers, Stars, Cowboys, Mavericks. I mean, I'm, I've always been a, a big fan of DFW sports, so it's great being up in this market and finally getting to see the success from the Rangers side of things. Man, that was that was a lot of fun. All right, now that we're done with all of that, <laughs> are the Cowboys <laughs> – taking this game seriously because i feel like that's what you told us when they played arizona and then they did not <laughs> mm-hmm. are they taking yep. this game seriously kyle yeah see now i feel like the pressure's on maybe i should say yes. it the other way around i i do think they're taking it seriously i i don't know if anybody else outside of the the building is is doing so um even some in the building i'm talking about myself more more than anything I mean, the Giants are—they—they they don't belong in the same on the same field as the Cowboys do, at least in my opinion. I mean, this is not the same Giants team that even took the field in Week One at MetLife Stadium. Uh, instead, they're—they're they're worse than the team that Dallas beat forty to nothing the first time around. So, uh, there's there's an element to it that I think is, hey, this, this we're we're better than this team. This team should be. Uh, an easy win, and then let's move on into uh, a, an easier part of the schedule. But you guys bring up that week three win for a reason. I mean, that's still the only win for the Arizona Cardinals this season, and it was mm. against the Dallas Cowboys. So I think you've learned that lesson. I think this team has learned that lesson. So when we were in the locker rooms uh, yesterday, Wednesday, the open locker room sessions, uh, there was not a whole lot of talk of, hey, we're, we're, we're looking – uh, we're looking past the Giants. It was a lot of, we've got a lot to work on. We know we can still be contenders. We just have to take care of our own side of things and then make, make sure it gets done from that point forward. Kyle, I'm sure you've seen the uh, pass rush win rate for Micah Parsons versus other guys yeah. in the league, and I'm sure you've seen that stat that says, hey, look, this dude's getting double teamed more than anybody out there. Mm-hmm. What When you're seeing that, what is do you feel like you should see more success across the line uh, from the defensive line in other ways, or is is that just are we missing something there? No, I, I think you bring up a good point because w- what was the calling card from training camp and from the preparation going into the year is the fact that 
this defensive front, this front seven gets after you in waves. It gets after yep. you with the depth and these, these, the, uh, the number of different contributions as the season goes along and as the game goes along even. You have a number of guys that are racing to the football. Well, Micah Parsons is winning the race almost every time. I mean, he, he's tied for the league lead with 50 pressures already. He's been fantastic. He's still facing double teams and finding a way to get home. There was one snap last week where – he didn't even know this, the ball was snapped. He took two steps late uh, trying to get through the middle, and he still had a pressure. I mean, it was just one of those things where he wasn't even really paying attention. He was still getting the call, still getting set, and he still got to the quarterback. And maybe it's a testament to what Micah brings uh, more than anything, but I, I think I'm with you. I haven't seen as much out of those other guys in that front seven uh, to, to really say, hey, this team is the elite front seven that they've been. Now, don't get me wrong. Suffocating been very is good. the word there's, I like. That's Exactly. There's there's nothing wrong with what this defense has been doing. I mean, they, they're the only defense in the NFL that hasn't allowed a 300-yard passer, a 100-yard rusher, or a 100-yard receiver this season. I mean, they've been really good at limiting different opponents and taking away what they do well. It's just not the relentless – all-out aggressive pass rush that we've seen in the past. Maybe that's by design. Maybe that's what Dan Quinn has done to try and sure up the, the run defense, make sure that teams aren't gashing them on the ground or with misdirection. Uh, or maybe it's just the fact that it hasn't been as good of a year in terms of a pass rush standpoint for guys like Dorrance Armstrong and Demarcus Lawrence, and they've been worried about getting the job done elsewhere or relying on Micah Parsons to get in the backfield and provide those pressures. One, once you said calling card, I thought of Terry Bradshaw and Mike Piazza selling calling cards back in the early 2000s. That commercial, <laughs> you can't get anything for a dollar. <clears throat> if you guys remember that. Mike. We made fun of Mike Piazza on the team for those commercials, but he probably made a lot of money on it, so he said, screw you guys. <laughs> is that so your calling, question? Is it, well, is a calling card, an act, that was an actual thing? What is a calling card? Are you oh kidding my me? Gosh, wait, wait, wait. I don't think he knows. So, Kyle, what, I'd have to do, like, let's say in the minor leagues before okay. cell phones. Or cell phones were pretty new, so not everybody had cell phones. I'd go to Walmart or a grocery store, and I would buy a $20 calling card that would have 60 okay. minutes on it. Or maybe less than that. Sometimes they kept getting a little bit more expensive, but they went away after. distance, yeah. Right. So, you would go buy a calling card, so you'd be in the hotel or your apartment or whatever and you would have to use the calling call card to call home call your parents call huh. your girlfriend so without a cell phone you had to buy calling cards to uh so call is, back home this is like a it, it was honestly like a prepaid minutes card yes like whenever yes. cell phones came out you had the prepaid minutes before to before, buy. Bef before cell phones but it was before that yeah it was before yeah. that it's similar similar pay structures sim similar thought process but it was before that yeah man i i had never known what a calling card okay. was i just always knew the cliche so that's interesting maybe learn maybe something new every day could, maybe our audience could look up calling card commercials with mike piazza and terry bradshaw just to go back I, in the day and maybe they're on youtube <laughs> or something okay I know now let's get back to the topic Corey. okay that was this you. is football time with <laughs> kyle yeomans all right so i watched this guy um devito i watched his highlights yeah. with syracuse they were pretty pathetic um, he ran the ball 50% of the time in his highlights. Is that a threat from this guy? Is he? And then I saw one highlight from the Giants where he ran the ball in for a touchdown. Is he a threat to uh, Joshua Dobbs this a little bit where he just takes off running a lot? 
I think there's an element to it. I think they'll use the read option. Uh, if if you're thinking it's going to be well as well run as Joshua Dotz, who's been in the league and has the, the cerebral mindset and a football IQ of a pro from the last seven years, uh, maybe, maybe not. I, I mean, he's still a rookie. And uh, if you're looking at his Syracuse stuff, that was before he even transferred to Illinois. So you were going way back to, to what he could do, but he can run it a little bit. And I think there's going to be an element to his game. That's, that's freelance. That's a, a little bit of a, uh, uh, keep the play alive, kind of roll out, get out of the pocket. But it's it's not one of those things where I think this Dallas defense can't close and finish. I, I think they're going to pin their ears back and get after him and force him into mistakes. He can run it just as much as a Daniel Jones can, but he's not as good as a of a, a passer out of those running situations as Daniel Jones can be. And I'm not saying Daniel Jones is a good quarterback, but He's better than what Tommy DeVito has put on film, at least early on. For the Cowboys offensively, I, I keep going back to this because I still don't understand maybe because of what the Cowboys say about all their acquisitions in the offseason, or maybe it's what I saw in training camp, but CeeDee yeah. Lamb leads the NFL with 19 receptions of 20-plus yards. How come Brandon Cooks is not getting any catches like that? How come he's mm. not getting more involved in the offense? Yeah, it, that's the, the curious case. I think there's two there's two players on this offense right now that I'm saying have not lived up to expectation. And uh, that's out of, like, the skills position specifically. And it's Tony Pollard and Brandon Cooks. And th- part of it is because the expectations were high because Tony Pollard and what he did last year, uh, coming off of the injury, I think there's a bit of a built-in excuse maybe there. But I think it's more so just scheme and usage on his part. For Brandon Cooks, it feels like it is scheme and usage as well. He had four yards of separation on average, according to next-gen stats, in this most recent game against Philadelphia, and he only had two targets. So if you're having four yards of separation, which was the second most on the team, by the way, behind Tony Pollard, who has built-in separation out of the backfield, he's getting four yards of separation. He got targeted twice. I, I just find a problem to believe that that's Brandon Cooks' fault that he's not getting the ball. And, and maybe it's a scheme issue. Maybe it's uh, Dak just has his favorite targets with CeeDee Lamb and Jake Ferguson, and both of those guys have been great. Uh, but I, I think if you're going to really open up the true potential of this offense, you've got to find a way to get Brandon Cooks the ball. And, and maybe it's a four-speed thing. Maybe it's early in a game against a team like the Giants where you feel like you are above and beyond the better team use it as an opportunity to elevate your veteran receiver that you brought in to be a big play threat. Give them some looks, give them some opportunity. And if it works out great, if not, you go back to what has been working and that's CD lamb and, and Jake Ferguson in the future. Appreciate it very much. Good, sir. We'll catch you again next Friday. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me as always. Y'all have fun. Love you, buddy. There he goes, Kevin. I didn't want to say this. I think we've discussed this a little bit this morning already. 248 years for the Marine Corps. So, yes, uh, that we is, did. That's awesome. Uh, the, let's go ahead and give another shout-out to Absolutely. them. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. We're almost there, man. We almost hey, got Mike shipped off to Cabo. One last segment. Well, I mean, there's another. You got crosstalk. There's too many people for me to join that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Coming up next. <laughs>
We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth. Buffalo Wild Wings. There you go. 5601 South Hewland. By the way, if you still want to come up and sign up, Miller Lite is going to be giving away a pair of Cowboys tickets. Coming up next, though, besides Cowboys-Giants, what football game are you most looking forward to this weekend? Plus, Masterpiece of the Week. It's the fastest segment in all of radio. Good news for you. It's up next right here on The Fan. I guess we're not getting that audio. (coughs) 877-881-1053 if you want to get involved in the conversation. Besides Cowboys-Giants, what football game are you most looking forward to this weekend? 877-881-1053. Corey, would you like to start? Would you like me to start? No, I want to. It's Lions Chargers. Lions Chargers is the one that uh, I want to continue to see if the Lions are going to go on this roll. If they can knock the Chargers down a little bit, it'll be awesome. So I want to see that, man. All right. I'm going to go with I think 49ers Jags makes a lot of sense. And I'm not saying that because of you, Mike. I just 49ers Jags makes a lot of sense. Can I pick that game? Yeah. Hey, my brain can't take this. (laughs) Because of the echo, there's an echo right now that we're trying to get around. It's all right. It's okay. The Niners are favored by three on the road. I will be surprised if Jacksonville wins this game. Trevor Lawrence has not played up to my expectations this year, and maybe not the expectations of a lot of NFL fans. But I do think that could be a really fun game. And if Jacksonville wins – I do think you have to start questioning, can San Francisco get back on track this year? Yeah. Yeah. Because then, then, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying if, there. If Jacksonville wins, though, does it does it make y'all feel any less about San Francisco? Does it make you feel more about Jacksonville? No, it actually, I do think this is one of the cases where simultaneously does simultaneously both things. Because then you'll have Jacksonville at 7-2, and two, and that's a damn fine record. Mm-hmm. But also you'll be looking also, at you'll be a looking 49ers team that is just spiraling. So I actually think it can do both of those things. From the 817, TCU against UT. Remember we talked about Quinn Ewers' availability coming back for that. Penn State and Michigan. I like that answer quite a bit because, by the way, coverage of Penn State and Michigan starts at 1030 right here on 105.3 The Fan tomorrow with the kickoff set for 11 o'clock. That's going to be nice. I am also interested in Browns-Ravens and Texans Bengals just because the Ravens yeah. have been on a roll but I mean the Browns have shown they have the best defense in the NFL this does sound like a good week that as a Cowboy fan being honest look you're favored by 17 you should win this game by 20 or more points that there seems to be other quality games to take a look at yeah yeah I, I, I like that because there's been a couple weeks this year where we've looked past the Cowboy game and gone "Ooh, this isn't a very good week in the NFL. I do think this is a good week in the NFL. From the 817, it's also a shout-out Friday. Shout-out to baby Noah, who also owns Noah's fine watches and jewelry. He does not. Yeah, he That's does. a great enterprise. Yeah. But I do not believe my Noah owns it. From the 817. Amazing if you had jewelry. to guess what Noah's going to do when he grows up, what would you guess right now? Eat hands. He's going to be an engineer. Oh, yeah. Oh, because of A&M, and you're going to no, throw no, it in your... No, no, because... Everything he does, he wants to know how it works. Like, he can't what, talk yet. No, I'm telling you, when he goes to Little Jim 
he sees the balance beam and wants to know why that screw is underneath the balance beam. Like, he is very focused on trying to understand how things work. From the 817, <laughs> shout out to Mike. Happy birthday Thank and you. enjoy your vacation. Thank you. From the 469, shout out to I my am. two oldest sons, Marshall <laughs> and Owen. Both Marines, oldest is two years of service in, second is one month out of boot camp. Woo! That is phenomenal. And then, by the way, I know we talk about him a lot in terms of baseball acumen, but shout out to Shohei Otani. We didn't get a chance to mention this yesterday. Did you see that he donated 60,000 youth baseball gloves to Japanese elementary schools? That's a big deal, man. 60,000. That's really cool. That is really cool of him to do something like that. Did y'all see that one of one? Did, did did Mike see that yesterday? Oh, there, I don't know. It's pretty awesome. There are two. They're going to be two one of ones. And I'm sorry, Kevin. Maybe it was Immaculate that was putting it out. I'm not I really can't sure. Can't remember. Oh, either. the Babe Ruth card. Babe yeah. Ruth and Shohei Otani. Okay, gotcha. There's two one of ones. One of them both swinging a bat and autographed. The other one is both of them pitching and autographed. And I just thought that was really cool. But, Kevin, I started looking for high school football games to be excited about as well. Sure. And I found out that Wiley East is playing Tyler Legacy in the playoffs because we got playoff ra- yeah. action rocking uh, this weekend. Oh, really? Already? Wiley yeah. East is 9-1, and one, and Tyler Legacy is 3-7. and seven. And I don't know how they got into the playoffs, uh, I can Kevin. answer that question for you. You know where it's even crazier is in private schools, where private schools actually had this thing set up for taps where this one school, regardless, I think it was like El Paso Cathedral, regardless of if that whatever their record was, they were always in the playoffs because of the setup of the division. Sometimes. Interesting. Because if you, like, let's say you only have a six-team division, so you only play five division games, or, uh, you know, what if you go three and two? Right. District and you, games. Yeah, district games. Thank you. And you were 0 and 5 before that, and you're like, hey, we went three and two. It doesn't matter. I'm just it good. It doesn't matter. Okay. That's right. All right. Because I did see a couple of other teams. I was like, is this real that these teams? Oh, are? yeah. And that makes more. I remember now that that makes some sense. Austin Bowie's four and six. Round Rock McNeil, six and four. I have absolutely seen a team that was one and nine in the playoffs. Interesting. Uh, How'd, they do? Oh. How'd, they do? How'd they do that night? They got destroyed. <laughs> that was probably uh, the Swoops kids team. I was like, how is he good at quarterbacking? Remember the Swoops kid that was at UT? Oh, Swoops? Right? Wasn't it Swoops? I thought it was. I always made a joke that it was Cheryl Swoops' kid. And no, it, it was Swoops. Are you sure? Pretty I, sure. Yeah. Text in. I thought it was Swoops because I'd always make the joke on G-Bag. This was a good decade ago. And he's like in high school. They're like, he's the number one quarterback in in the state of Texas high school. And it was like, wait a there second. There was Tyrone Swoops was there from two, okay. 2016. Oh, am I thinking of Ryan Swoops? Who's I, a totally different guy. Yeah, like, yeah. like his high school record was like. Six and eighteen is junior and senior year. And I'm like, he can't be that good at quarterback. If you're the best quarterback in Texas, you're not going to go that below 500. Even though it's tough to win in Texas, that's true. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan, and right now it's time for some masterpiece of the week. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey how's it going, y'all? Good to be on. <laughs> it could be, be better. On. How are you? You know, I'm having myself a nice little Friday, but you know what? Probably about the same on my end. Could be doing a little bit better. Agreed. <laughs> hey, uh, Ross, you're going to get a call after the show, and we all get this call, all right? Every day, Mike gets called uh, or talk, uh, talking to from people. Kevin. Just understand that it's he wants you to be – he wants to help you grow, all right? That's what it's all about. 
no matter how much he demeans you and puts you down, <laughs> it's really about your growth, and that's what he cares points. about. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time, man. All right, what do we got first? Well, the first things first, I mean, I'm just going to put it very simply. Mike says it's all about one thing. If you didn't know it, Kevin, it's all about your prostate. <laughs> that was a commercial yeah. then, right? Men's, men's Tea Clinic. We're talking about Movember, man, men's yeah. health. It's very important. Lot, yeah. It's Pro- not a laughing matter. Prostate. That is funny, though. They're going to make sure your prostate's good. Why was that directed at me, too? It's because you weren't here. He was I, sick. Yeah. I was sick, the, yeah. You were the only other person with a prostate in the room. I bet there was nobody else in the room. Yeah, there wasn't. So, yeah, that would have been. <laughs> Touche, yeah. Mike. You've bested me yeah. again. When, when, like, when do the prostate check what? things? When does that happen? I think around 40 they start doing that thing, 40? Right? Okay. I'm sorry. I really thought you were going to go, when do you get a prostate? Oh, I, yeah. really, I really thought that, was, that sucker, I thought that know? was going to be your question. Is All it right. Immediate? It's like a lift kit. What? That was excellent. What is next? So up next, we've got Mike with his favorite one-two punch. I'd hit you with the balls, and then they'd be knocked out. <laughs> what are you talking wrestling. about? Wrestling. We were having a wrestling <laughs> oh, the, deal on the, the Iron balls. Claw. Yeah. The Iron Claw. Yeah. When you think about the Iron Claw, I love, I love the Von Erics. I grew up on the Van Erics. I remember being scared to death going Von to the sports. <laughs> move on. Okay, keep move going, on. Mike. Keep going. Kevin Von Erics. You're fine. No, You're you said great. the Van Erics. Don't worry so about Von. Yeah. Von. V-O-N, Vaughn, like Vaughn Hayes, okay, uh-huh. Philadelphia Phillies. Yep. So the Iron Claw, when you think about it, it shouldn't do that much destruction. No. You're just putting the hand on the guy's head and squeezing a little bit. Strong they hand. squeeze your temples. It Strong hurts. hand, though, you know. Yeah. I, I, I have had the Iron Claw. Yes. I still love it. Yeah, he did it to me, too. Yeah. I was scared of the Sportatorium just because I thought one of those wrestlers, like Kabuki, who was blowing out the green smoke. I wish he was in the movie. <laughs> Uh, and and that's was that the end of your point? I I had a point because that was so that was in regards to Mike that's having what, yeah, a sack I'm, of balls. I'm, I'm ball He's sack. With, I'm yeah, ball, sack, he would be the ball sack the wrestler. And so and, the sack of balls is my snake, Jake the snake. But the best part <laughs> would be not when he's hitting you with the sack of balls. It's whenever he's up on the in the ring and new wrestlers are coming out to defend your life, and he just starts opening the sack of balls, yeah. and throwing them, and he's yeah. nailing people and Mul- pegging dudes in the head. Multiple uses for my ball sack. Yeah. Come on, dude. I don't. Well, if I have multiple uh-huh. sacks of balls. Yes. It doesn't have the one yeah, sack of balls I up there. I pluralized it. Yeah. I get where he's going with this. I don't understand what you're doing, Kevin. I think it would be a good bit. In fact, if the WWE's <laughs> Ross, thing for right the love now, of God, display the next clip. They're going to steal this bit. You're going to see a ball sack in the um, WWE based off of this. I don't think that's a bad idea. Back Bass to you, Ross. Sec- uh, do you think you could do everyone a favor and stop hitting on uh, Kevin? We're going back to baseball. I like you. The re- Thanks. <laughs> Sometimes you have a funny way of showing it. The reaction that we got. I'll I'm physically show it if you want me to. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that is not okay. That is not okay. A home run violation there. if I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> like hugging. I'm voting for that, man. That's like, my vote right there. I know, but when you change your voice, it makes it sound shady. What's next? <laughs> so we've got another one, and this is just generally speaking how I feel on most days. But, you know, today's a pretty good day. You guys have put too much on me. I'm dying right now because you guys have put too much on me. 
That's your fault, Corey. What did I, oh, because I was sick? Yeah, he yeah. had to work the full show. At the end of one of those shows, he goes, it's your fault I still have all these unread emails because I've been having to work. Yeah, and... <laughs> That's a true thing. A million percent that happened. I might have missaid things or whatever, but it's like, look, I'm overworked right now. <laughs> I'm Pedro against the Yankees in 03. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some old man is going to come in there. He's going to throw him to the ground. Oh, my gosh. Don't forget, that Don, happened. No, nah, that was when Grady That was when Grady Fuson said, how you doing? He's like, I guess I'm okay. And he said, all right, good luck. And then the game ended. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, he Grady, said, I feel, I feel good. Then Grady Fuson got fired. Back to you, Ross. So this one I particularly enjoyed. And of the ones I played so far, this is probably going to get my vote. I pounded out to make it a little bit thinner. My brother in Christ, what were you trying to say? The uh, He's talking about chicken. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like the thick chicken sandwiches. So well, he, yeah, I think every, it cooks quicker. There's more. Look, let's be honest. The fried part's the best part. Fried part's <laughs> best. The chicken's good. Yeah. I and mean, you got to have the chicken juicy and Fried, moist yeah. like but Buffalo Wild yeah. Wings here. Yeah, they do. But, I mean, when you thin out your chicken, you do have to pound it with like a hammer-type tool. It makes it cook e- more evenly, too, because there's a fat part of the breast and there's a smaller part of the breast, and you have to make it even. Am I wrong, Corey? You're a cook. He's He doesn't right. cook. Yeah, Kevin's making these things. He doesn't Do you think that was what led to that reaction just said? The cooking part that he's talking about is uh, you know, he's, trying to, he's trying to make a logical cooking discussion, yeah. and you're making it sexual. You usually don't pound out the thigh. Yeah. It's, it's already in a way that you cook it. But you do have to pound out the chicken breast. Just say drum, so he doesn't. You don't get all pound weird. out a yeah, drum. Yeah, you're not gonna pound out a drum. Well, I guess you do if you're no, playing you the don't. drums. Yeah, do 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 do. This pound, you're pounding on the drums. It has a bone in it. What's next? <laughs> uh, this one also particularly great. I had to really double check and listen to it after I listened to it for the first time. Sometimes the yeast the makes things rise, and sometimes it affects oh things. Oh my god. Wait, I didn't hear what Sometimes the East makes things no, rise. No, he did not say East. Play oh, it one more time. Oh, oh, he did not say oh, I East. I remember this. This is funny. Sometimes, sometimes the East makes fun. things rise, and sometimes it affects things. <laughs> <laughs> did you say good. affects or infects? In. Okay. The pure you know how many texts we got about that? They're like, you know what he's talking about, right? <laughs> so I, was like, I know. I, I got back. I got back yesterday from my sickness. Uh-huh. And Kevin... Um, I looked at the at the text, and all day yesterday, people kept saying, ask Mike about the yeast. And I was like, why do they want me to ask yeah. Mike about the yeast? And I kind of I kind of don't want to know at this no, point. No, you don't. I kind of feel like I want to. It's all based off of Baker Mayfield. Oh, because he's a baker. That yeah. makes sense. Yes. I know where, yeah. Yes. That makes yeah. a lot of and sense. And we found out man can get that. Yeah, that's I weird. I thought it was not something we could get but we, but we can, can. Yeah. It, it looked like it hurts ross do you want to play it's another airborne. one or do you want to stop there let's stop there i do okay. want to play another one oh. but yeah we probably should go to break okay play another one play another one aye aye captain the way that i would finish them is is all of a sudden instead of like bringing out the snake i'd bring out the sack of balls <laughs> it's quite a good finisher move for you know mortal Kombat. just bring out a sack of balls <sighs> that's how many, a r- how many balls are in that sack about 50? We don't have time for that. Uh, There's I, too many to vote for. I am still going to vote for the first one. Is you doing a commercial 
talking about prostates. I do it every day. Yeah, this one was a little different, okay. though. I'm voting for Mike hitting on Kevin because that was a wonderful moment that I know you were uncomfortable with. Yes. I'll tell you what. There is a combo platter there that I'm voting for, and that is me creating a new WWE million-dollar character, Mr. Ballsack. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. You know, I feel like I'm going to go with also that first one because, yeah, that was really from left field seeing that one in there this morning. I like that he voted like me. He just said the first one. <laughs> play, play it again if you can, please, Ross. If you didn't know it, Kevin, it's all about your prostate. It is all about your prostate. It Thanks is the be-all, end-all. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth off of South Hewlin. And you might be like, but what if I'm near the Arlington area? Coming up next, we'll chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. They are live at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Arlington. Let's talk with them next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 through The Fan. We're live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth off of 5601 Hewlin. I love you so much. Thank Kevin. you very much. Thank you very much. Is While we're doing shout-outs on a shout-out Friday, wanted to shout-out Corey Seeger and Marcus Simeon for both picking up Silver Slugger Awards right there. Yes. So that is fantastic. Let's take you to another Buffalo Wild Wings live in Arlington where we have the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how is you today? Terrific, Higgy. How the hell are you? I am hanging in there. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> now, Mike. Everybody here knows exactly what you mean by that. Oh. Mike seems to be fascinated by the fact that you brought your own beverage into the restaurant. Can you tell us more about that? Uh, well, I always have my own beverages in my backpack. I always have a 20-ounce Diet Coke or two, maybe a 12-er uh, as well. And uh, so I got here, and I was, you know, kind of thinking the, the staff would come by, and they did, but I already had my Diet Coke. Um, so I said, I'm good for now. Um, well, I think the parade last week, he didn't have one, and they had an emergency oh, deliver yeah. something. Yeah. So that was an important thing. Now, yes, I was you, running low. I was running low. I only had the one with me that day, and I'd actually taken four or five ounces out of it before I'd gotten there. Uh, so, yeah, that was a hairy situation. Since you guys are in Arlington, one, re one week removed from the parade, are you still thinking about that parade and how awesome it was and you having to just push yes. by people, Woolchuck? I, I crap you not, <laughs> uh, three minutes ago, Broadus said, man, Looking at this parade, it's just unbelievable how awesome of a time we had and how perfect the weather was. I was like, God smiled on us that day, Brian. They did. And he's like, yep, all say that twice. Yeah, and the devil was on my shoulder the whole time. Yeah, in <laughs> fact, uh, we, we're trying to get drunk Broadus here again on a Friday. So uh, make sure you, you buy Broadus all the drinks and the shots. He likes Fireball. Right. It's, uh, let's get Happy Brian going. I had a beer during the show. During the during the parade, you I think you were the first one out of the gate that had one, Michael. Yeah, that's good. It tasted Gosh, good. Gosh, what a day it was. It was, man. What a day. Mike's a heavy Friday drinker. Yeah, Mike, I'm going to cede the rest of my time to you. Really? Is, you're about to go on vacation, yeah. so what do you want to kick around? Well, guys, Gavin, <laughs> yeah. do you remember when I would do this to you and you were hosting the G-Bag Nation? Yeah. Yeah, yeah when you would get <laughs> really excited on your last day before vacation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I would really take things off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> how yeah. did you how how did you feel like Corey? I mean, Kevin handled it because my man Corey here had a blast with me. Um, how do you feel like Kevin handled this show while I was doing my thing today? While I was just chunking fastballs. I would say he did an A plus. 
Um, yeah. You just kind of got to get out of the way. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I would say early in your career, you did not have this routine as refined. It was uh, more volatile. Yeah. Um, like I'd get violent with it. <laughs> I, I like don't it. think you ever got violent, although Almost. you were close a couple times. Yeah. That yeah, uh, Harley so. Davidson. I was furious that oh day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. This is a you real life that alert? day. And I remember one day he was mad as well behind the scenes um, because of a comparison of Tony Romo to Dirk. Oh. That really set him off. Mm. And I think the suggestion was Tony Romo is basically Dirk. You know, he just needs to win a championship and then it'll be celebrated as a Hall of Famer. And Mike, uh. being the number one Dirk fan of all time, did not take yeah. too kindly to that suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. those were the days, so I, man. Yeah, <laughs> those yeah, were the days. You're experiencing higher lows these days, which I think is mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah, significantly yeah. higher lows. Is this a therapy well, session? What are we doing here? I think we did that uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. we no, knocked we that one out. Yeah. That was a good session. Yeah. All right. So do you guys feel like – I watched this dude. Uh, I call him uh, – his name's DeVito. I'll be nice to the guy. Yeah, I, I saw his this too. at Syracuse. He's pathetic. Yeah, he he is, wasn't dude. even good. At, he he would he had to run on half his highlights. They were like, we can only show one pass from this whole game because it's thirty-five to three, Florida State. He's horrible. And then they just moved to Holy Cross, where he couldn't even have five good passes against Holy Cross. But they did show him running the ball, so maybe he'll just. That's run what it. he's going to yeah. do, Mike. That's that's going to be. You you said something that it was really. It was, I know you did it with tongue in cheek, and you're saying. How the Cowboys lose is if the Giants determine that they're going to play wishbone football today. Yeah. Yes. You know, and I thought, oh, Mike's just joking. And then I thought, damn, it might might be onto something here. It's probably their best path to victory. <laughs> if they just Saquon Barkley load this thing up and just kind of play option football all day and see if the Cowboys can see if the Cowboys are disciplined enough to play off the edge and, you know, and, and work that way. It's amazing how bad some of these quarterbacks are that find themselves on power five teams, you know, right? I could imagine wanting to move on if you're Syracuse and then you get him in Illinois. You're like, holy crap, this guy's bad. Looks like one of these it guys went around in A&M the last couple of years. Oh, <laughs> Shots fired at we, yep. we probably deserve I mean, not that. Not athletic, yeah. not a strong arm. It's like, okay, it does go to how show did you get here? Every kid in the world that likes football wants to be the quarterback at first. Yeah. And yeah. we can't find... 32 good ones or great ones from age, let's say, 21 to 40. And when you watch college football, you can't find 25 good, like really good kids that are 19 to, let's say, 23 years old who are really good at it. We all want to be it, and it seems almost impossible to be great at that. What do you all got coming up on the program today? Pure Gold as always, Hagee. Thanks for asking. We're at B-Dubs as well here uh, in Arlington, 1301 Collins. We have flags. Already met lots of Tolos. Uh, and, you know, Shout Brian's rocking his LSU gear. Got my Joe Burrow gear on We met today. Dakota. We're signing flags. We met lots of Tolos already. Charlie brought us some gifts, including some choc- uh, chocolate-covered Twinkies. I have a diaper on. Ooh, which was whoa. great. And yeah, Wolchuk's doing a bet payoff. He showed oh. up with an adult diaper on. Uh, but he's got he oh got my jeans gosh. over oh, it. It's too wholesome of an establishment to go adult diaper, no yeah. jeans. I don't think I can go like full yeah. on. But hey, yeah, yes. So Brian's showing the nice exact diaper they are. that I'm wearing. Form right fitting. Yeah. Look, it's got yeah. nice leg holes. It's there. Yeah. yeah so we'll and does he have to see how it works? Yeah, he has to go in it, right? Yeah, I think that's the only way it could be a bet payoff since we're in public. 
I think it would be vulgar yeah. if he took his pants off. Right now. Yeah, I think it would yeah, be too. FCC violation. I was yeah, put very your jeans ready over to do it, it and then pee. Yeah. Okay. Right, That's what he's doing. Yeah, base. Mike. You got that covered. Don't look at me. <laughs> right. Enjoy your vacation. Everybody in the corner. <laughs> look away. Everybody keep listening or try to make your way out to Buffalo Wild Wings in Arlington. Yeah. We have been the KNC Masterpiece. We'll be back on Monday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. right here on 105.3 The Fan.